Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Look who's sitting across from me today. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Good to be here. I just preferred to work from home for a few days. A few days or a few years? I said a few days. Oh. I heard a few years. I heard a few years. I'm just asking. You know, you know, just one of I remembered things. how to get here. I remembered what floor Did we were on. Did they save parking for you? Uh, no. I had somebody drop me off. Oh, Welcome to PTI, Uber. boys and okay, girls. Yeah. In today's episode, Bill Belichick will meet with the Falcons again. UConn coach Dan Hurley has some strong thoughts about being number one. And Booger McFarland joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with a decision by Cowboys owner Jerry Jones to keep Mike McCarthy as the head coach, despite the Cowboys' abysmal showing in the playoffs last week, losing at home to Green Bay and getting embarrassed out there. Wilbon, what do you make of Jerry Jones' decision? Um, I, I don't know what to make of it in that they were humiliated. Mm-hmm, yes. And I don't know that you can just run it back. I don't know that the spirit will be great for Mike McCarthy whenever they go to OTAs and then camp and all that. You, you, this is going to bear watching. The scrutiny is going to be unbelievable. But also, Jerry Jones doesn't. People think he's impetuous. He doesn't just fire people willy-nilly at the drop of a hat. He doesn't fire people as quickly as, say, the Eagles. Right. Right? He doesn't. That's, right. That's not his track record. But, Tony, still, the decision is curious. Like, does that mean he knows he has no shot at Belichick? Through back-channel communication or straight-up communication. Mm -hmm. Did Belichick tell him, no, I'm not available to you. I don't want to do that. Thank you, but no thanks. So there's still a lot we don't know. I'm sure there'll be more reporting on this because it's the Cowboys, and there's always reporting. But I just looked at it and said, wow, they're going to run this back again? Really? So I think it surprised most people. I think it's possible it surprised Mike McCarthy. (laughs) Um, During the game last week, I received a lot of texts, as I'm sure you did as well. And the text to me said simply, are they going to fire Mike McCarthy at halftime? But as you say, Jerry Jones, that's not how he operates. He kept Jason Garrett for 10 years. Jason Garrett had three 10-win seasons. Mike McCarthy has gone 12-12-12 in the last three years. Jerry Jones isn't a bozo like the guy in Carolina. He would have fired Mike McCarthy at halftime. That's just not the way Jerry Jones swings the axe, okay? But I am also surprised, because as you say, that was a humiliating defeat. They had been a really good team at home. They'd been 8-0. They'd averaged 37 points a game. Their quarterback, Dak Prescott, had been great at home. He stunk the first half. The game was over. It was, it was absolutely awful. What happened? But you mentioned the Eagles, and I would say this. I think the Eagles' collapse was more profound, lasted over a longer period of time. And if you said to me I had to fire one of them, I might fire Sirianni instead of McCarthy. I I get that. I get that. I don't even disagree. But I'm still looking forward a bit. So what did the Cowboys do? Are they going to get rid of the players? They're going to get rid of Dak Prescott, who in my mind still is a top six or seven quarterback, maybe top five he, seriously, five to ten. The way Certainly he played five to ten. All, season all season up to this, that's top right. three. Their problem, the Cowboys' problem, is expectations. They have wild They're expectations, wrong. and the guy yeah. who leads the band is Jerry Jones. He does. So that's why this surprised me. But obviously, he's going to let him have the rest of the contract and see what happens. He was quivering after that game, and he's keeping this dude. So we're both surprised. Yeah. While Bill Belichick will not be coaching the Cowboys. He appears to be taking an interest in the Falcons opening. Ian Rappaport reports that Belichick will meet with the team for a second time this weekend. 
Tony, you and I have been skeptical about Belichick and the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. But do you see reasons why he might be intrigued? As I said yesterday, no, I don't. Because they don't have a quarterback. Get one. Okay, well, let me get to that. They're up on they have, They don't have one now, Today, right. okay? Belichick just spent the last three years without a quarterback, and now he's out of a job. I believe they have the eighth pick. Maybe you can get a starting well, quarterback at the eighth pick, but you can swing and miss. Great so what back. I'm saying is, if Arthur Blank said this to Bill Belichick, I can get you Russell Wilson. I can get you Justin Fields. I can get you Kirk Cousins. Tell me who you want. Then it becomes more attractive because they're in a lousy division. You can win right away in that division. But the name of the game is quarterback. Mike. It is. It is, Tony. Look, divisions change. Two years ago, you talked every day about how lousy the NFC East was. And then they had two teams, you know, that's right, that, the you know, looked unbeatable. That's at right. least December first. That's right. So they, they, that stuff changes. It doesn't. We don't. We don't know where that's going. And coaches can't possibly look at that. They know how cyclical it is. But my question is, what is the relationship with Arthur Blank? You know this. You covered the league. People are in the same meeting rooms and they're on committees. And at first they hate each other, then they like each other, and they develop these bonds that you cannot predict unless you're there and you see them. Does Arthur Blank have some 20-year relationship with Maybe. Bill Belichick Maybe. that we don't know about? And, Maybe. And, and there might be people on that staff that Belichick really, Belichick really respects but, and wants but to But let me with. go back to what you said in the first segment. I really thought that the perfect fit was the Dallas Cowboys. That's why I was surprised that Mike McCarthy is still there. So maybe, maybe they reached out. Maybe Jerry Jones reached out, and maybe Bill Belichick or one of Bill Belichick's guys said, no, I'm not interested, because, Mike, you can win the Super Bowl from there a whole lot quicker than you can from Atlanta. Yeah, you can. But let me mention a team that we, we, we didn't talk about, we haven't talked about, but I'm going to mention them. Washington, D.C. Do they have a quarterback? The football team. Am I missing something? Do you know where they pick? Yeah. They pick they, high. Don't they pick two? They, yes, they pick high. Okay, two. so you can get all you, those guys you, can you take a swing. are available. Yes, Could be available. you can take Could a be. swing at everybody but the number one where, guy. Where does, what, what neighborhood, what community does Bill Belichick revere very close to Washington, D.C.? Tell me. Annapolis. Oh, that's right. Where his dad coached. That's right. Maybe. He could live that in Annapolis yeah. and coach the team, coach the Washington, whatever they are is now. Yeah, no, that makes some sense. I'm just that, – That makes some sense, huh? but huh? I didn't think of that because that has been I a thought. place where nobody can win lately. Let's move to college basketball. The number one team in the country, UConn, stayed there by beating number 18 Creighton last night avoiding the upsets that have plagued so many top-ranked teams this year. After the game, UConn coach Dan Hurley said, and this is a direct quote, our mentality should be it's like carrying around a belt. Someone should have to pry it out of our lifeless body and our dead hands, <laughs> unquote. <laughs> Wilbon, do you still see the number one ranking as significant? Not at all. By the way, I, Hurley's old enough, I would think, maybe not, he's not old enough, to realize that the championship belt, particularly in the heavyweight division, any division, they change hands every week. Yeah. Every week. This is not Joe Lewis holding it for 12 years. This is not that. And college basketball teams don't hold it either. There's no John Wooden and Lou Alcindor nope. or even Jerry Tarkanian and UNLV or Mike Krzyzewski and those Leitner, Hill, Hurley teams. This isn't that. They, other Hurley. I've, other, other Hurley. Other Hurley. Older brother. I've seen the number one team this year in person and they go lost. down. That's right. And I've seen it. So That's right. It, no, it doesn't matter, but it's as I think it's a real great device as a coach 
You use it. He's coaching his butt off. Yeah, that's right. He's got a terrific team. That I'm sure they think they can win again. But the belt analogy for those of us a little older doesn't work. So let me give him credit for a fabulous quote. Yes. Lifeless body, cold, dead hands. That? Very macabre. I'm very impressed. They are the defending national champions, which means they know how to be number one at the end of the season. In fact, over the last 25 years, they've won it five times. You know who else has done that? Nobody, Nobody. is the correct answer. No. All right, and they won it three times without ever being ranked number one because last time they were ranked number one before this year was 2009. I, I think number one is a lovely honor. I don't think it's significant. I don't think it's necessary. Well, it's a burden if you're Purdue because they've been ranked number one like five times in the last two years. And they anybody. Keep losing. They're not the only number one to lose this year. I think it feeds your ego. I think it's bragging rights. I don't think it's a necessity. It's not even bragging rights anymore. Oh, sure. We were ranked number one for a week, and then we got beat. We lost in East By Lansing. we, you, lost don't, you don't mean Northwestern. I'm, I'm talking about mean. Purdue in this circumstance. Right. I, don't, I like Purdue still They don't want to be number team. one now because they lose need all the to time. Be. What's the value in it? it is, this is, again, I would have thought that you want to be ranked high enough to get a one or a two seed, but you know what? Anybody UConn was a four. They were four, and they won. And if I'm not mistaken... There were two, Florida Atlantic and San Diego State were in the Final Four. Don't tell me they were a one or you two. You don't need a number one seed. You don't need to ever be ranked number one. I find it more a burden. But again, I just think it's cool that Hurley went to this. Yeah. And I wonder too. how much it might motivate his kids. Me too. Let's take a break. Coming up, Jordan Love dominated the Cowboys, but how different are the Niners? Very different. We'll ask Booger McFarland. We'll also ask him how CJ Stroud and the Texans. Match up against the Ravens defense. Can you name any players on UConn right now other than Paige Beckers? I'm talking about the men's team. Can I'm you name any? Paige Beckers. Can you name any on no, the men's team? I can't and name. they're the defending champions. I can't name any men's players not on Northwestern. <laughs> Boo Booey. Really? My man Boo. Yes. No. Get- Pardon the interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Vive la vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Are watching Pardon the Interruption, presented by Grey Goose, part of Happy Hour. Let's dig into this weekend's playoff matchups with our great friend ESPN NFL and college football analyst 
Booger McFarland today wearing a shirt from the golf club of Tennessee, which is in Nashville. Looks suspiciously like a ripoff of Augusta, doesn't it? Looks like that. Let's start with this. Let's take the games in order, Booger. The early one Saturday is the Texans at the Ravens. How do you like the Texans' offense matching up against the Ravens' defense? Well, Tony, that's all going to depend on how offensive coordinator Bobby Slower can protect quarterback C.J. Stroud because we know the Baltimore Ravens, their defense wants to get after you. Jadavion Clowney is playing at an all-pro level. And those two linebackers in the middle, Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, like they've been all over the field. So first and foremost, they got to protect the rookie quarterback. If they can protect him, I'm telling you, this rookie quarterback is, is, is something like we've never seen before. He's got the poise of a veteran. He's got the talent of a Pro Bowl player, and he is picking defenses apart. So don't be surprised, guys, if the rookie head coach and the rookie quarterback go into the bank, and if he gets protected, that the Houston Texans have an opportunity to win in the fourth quarter. Wow. Ooh, wow. Wow. Look at giving us a, 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 some optimistic matchup. All right. Sun, Saturday night, Packers and Niners. I, I, I'm particularly excited for this game, maybe more than anything else. Jordan Love was so great against the Cowboys Booger, what is a reasonable expectation for a guy in his first playoffs that was his first playoff game against the Cowboys to do this again? I mean, seriously, what are we expecting of Jordan Love and what's reasonable? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a tall task, Mike, because you're going out to San Francisco to play the number one seed and they've been waiting. They're rested. They finally got a quarterback that's healthy. And so to ask Jordan Love to go out there and do it against that defense now, he did a great job against the Cowboy defense, but I think you and I probably could have done it that day because the Cowboy <laughs> defense didn't really show up. But to do it against the 49ers at home when they've been waiting, that's going to be a tall task. But offensive uh, coordinating play caller and head coach Matt LaFleur has been doing a great job of getting this young man in, in very favorable situations. So I think he's going to play well, but it is a tall task to go out to Santa Clara. I think the 49ers are favored by 10, and I think they deserve to be. Booger, not many people are familiar with anything about the Detroit Lions, including where they play, because they haven't been in the playoffs in so long, no national stage. I have been in Ford Field several times. Um, I hear Baker Mayfield saying what I have believed, which is that Ford Field may be the loudest, best home field advantage in the NFL. Could that actually play to some strategic advantage for the Lions on Sunday? Yeah, you know, crowd noise is, is definitely a factor for the home team, especially when the home team is playing well. If the Detroit Lions get out to a 7-0, 10-0 lead and that crowd is going wild, it's going to be tough for Baker Mayfield in that offense because your defense can feed off the crowd. Aiden Hutchinson coming off the edge, all those guys up front, they will be able to feed off that home crowd. And having played at Raymond James, when our offense scored points and we were rocking, we got the crowd into it. Momentum adrenaline is a dangerous thing, especially for a young football team at home. So it's imperative that the Detroit Lions get off to a good start. And if you're the Buccaneers and you're Baker Mayfield and you want to pull the quote-unquote upset on the road, you need to come in there and quiet the crowd early because if you can do that, now it allows your defense an opportunity to get out there and and play fast. Uh, We will get you out of here on this. I think most people are looking to the last game of the weekend as the best matchup in the weekend it's the Chiefs at the Bills. Wilbon has focused all season to everyone's detriment on the Chiefs' struggles on offense. And you know who he blames for this. How do you see their defense, Booger? 
Well, first of all, I'm going to tell Will, Bonnie, if you're going to focus on their offense, that's like putting a nice tuxedo on and just focusing on the handkerchief. you got to focus on the entire <laughs> body of work, Mike. Yeah. Focus on the suit. Look at the entire – look at the lapels. Look at what color it is. Okay. Because if you look at the color of this Kansas City Chiefs suit, tuxedo, their defense, it's dominating people this season. It's the best part of their team. It's not the offense. And I know it's taken us a little while to get used to that because we're so used – to the Chiefs and, and Kelsey and Tyreek Hill when he was there, and obviously Patrick Mahomes. But the best part of their team is the defense. And, and if their defense plays the way they played all season, I think it's going to be tough for Buffalo to win the game, even though Buffalo has waited for a long time to get Patrick Mahomes away from Arrowhead in their house. I still think the team with the better defense, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs, wins the game. Thank you so much, Booger. Pleasure awesome. as always. Thank you so much. Always, guys, anytime. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Bears reportedly want to talk to Cliff Kingsbury. Does that say something about their interest in Caleb Williams? Don't go jumping to conclusions now. It says a lot of stuff. Mike Tomlin strikes a different tone from the last time we saw him at the lecture. What do you think? Does that say something about Caleb Williams? Not necessarily. Does it say something about Justin Fields? Could. Well, what is it? It says let's get an offense for the first time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. See Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. In the interruption is presented by Bray Goose. Leave La Vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 34th birthday, Alex Petrangelo. The defenseman for the Las Vegas Golden Knights is a three-time All-Star. He helped lead Vegas to the most recent Stanley Cup last year, so he's got a ring for that. Before signing a seven-year, $61.6 million free agent deal with Vegas in 2020, Petrangelo was a longtime defenseman for the St. Louis Blues, and he was on the Blues' one and only Stanley Cup win in 2019, so he's got a ring for that. The Blues had been the only active expansion franchise from the original NHL expansion in 1967 that had not won the Cup. Petrangelo was drafted fourth overall by the Blues in 2008. He spent 12 seasons there before moving to Vegas. Last season, Petrangelo tied his career high with 54 points. I'm struck by the salary, his contract, seven years, $62 million. That's what we call 
end of Dame Lillard contract. Right. Every NBA All-Star late in a contract will make 60 in one year. This guy's a terrific player. He is. And everybody would be happy, right? Except maybe NBA players or soccer stars internationally. $60 million for seven years. Happy anniversary, John Harbaugh. On this day, 16 years ago, the Ravens hired the Eagles defensive back coach as their new head coach. Baltimore's first choice, Jason Garrett, opted to stay in Dallas and be upgraded to assistant head coach. Harbaugh, then 45, wasn't considered a favorite for the job because he'd never been a head coach anywhere or an offensive or defensive coordinator in the NFL, though he'd been a special teams coordinator. But he wowed the Baltimore brass in the interview and he got the job. Now Harbaugh is the second longest tenured coach in the league behind Mike Tomlin. His record is 160 and 99. He's 11 and nine in the postseason. He's won a Super Bowl and he's sitting on the best team in the league right now. Tomlin and Harbaugh have that in common. Nobody thought they were gonna wind up being head coaches after those interviews in which case each one of them wowed yeah, the owner did. in front of yes, them. Right and they there. said, that's it. And we're done. That's it. We're done. He's our guy. Tell the other guys waiting, go yeah. home. This is the guy. Worked out well. Happy trails to last night's game for Texas. Texas coach Rodney Terry was steamed last night after blowing a 15-point second-half lead and losing it home to UCF. But the object of his anger was the horns-down gesture some UCF players made. Going through the post-game handshake line, Terry repeatedly stated, quote, that's classless, unquote. Terry amplified his displeasure in the post-game press conference. UCF coach Johnny Dawkins praised Terry. He said he'd take action if need be. I don't know, Mike. Seriously, who declared hook'em horns was so sacrosanct that you can't go horns down? You know what? You don't want to see that coach win the game. Two points for me here. You take yourself that seriously? Really? Really, Coach Terry? And I'm a Johnny Dawkins guy. Yeah. You and I have known Johnny Dawkins. His oh, kid. something called his entire life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny yeah. Dawkins, total class. He took the high road oh, sure when did. he did not have to. He sure I did. am always with Johnny Dawkins. Sure did. I mean, my sense of this Stop. is that you, and this happens in colleges, a lot in colleges, that you elevate some small thing in your college to being so important, it's like the stone tablets right. from the mountains. And if anybody makes fun of Holy it, grip. they have to die. Yeah. So they, no, they don't. I don't think so. They really don't. I Stop don't think it. so. Win the game. Hook them. You're at home. Uh, you, know. you know. All right, let's go to the big finish. Adam Schefter reports your Bears are expected to interview yeah. Cliff Kingsbury for the OC Cliff job. Kingsbury. What do you read into that? Well, look, you can read into it that he was a senior offensive analyst at SC. He worked with Caleb Williams. Williams. You can do that. I would. I just see a mad genius offensive coach who knows how to call plays. And whether he's calling him for Fields or Williams, I'm excited about the possibility. Mike Tomlin told reporters he was in a much better mood today and asked whether they had any questions about his contract. Your thoughts? This is why I love Mike Tomlin. That's funny. funny. He has the room. He senses the room. Very cool. The Chicago Sun-Times says the White Sox are in serious talks to build a new ballpark closer to downtown. Are you excited, Mr. Chicago? The site is exquisite, what you would see out of that ballpark. But they had this chance, and Jerry Reinsdorf didn't do it before. I don't know what's changed. Okay. I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I'm with the other team. 82-year-old Jerry Glanville is the new defensive coordinator of Division II Northwestern Oklahoma State. Okay about you? It's great with me. I think everybody's better when Jerry Glanville is working. He's the first guy to say, you know what NFL stands for? Not, Not for, for long. long. Jerry. Last one. The Timberwolves beat the Pistons for their third win in a row. Is that significant? No. Thunder at Wolves on Saturday. That 
would be significant. Two of the top three teams in the Western Conference. And two, we're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Nice to be here, everybody. God, he's got Thanks for having direction me. now. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. Did I tell you about the time I was on a cruise with Jerry Glanville? No. What was it like? Funny. Oh, he's a funny Jerry. guy. He's That's a funny right. guy. Did you pay for your center. dinner? Or did you, you were comped anyway, right? <laughs> Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.